Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 12th day of February. I'm Paul. Hope your week is off to a good start and your weekend has come to an end. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, you got some rest and focused yourself on the week ahead and the task at hand, whatever that might be, work, school, um, maybe for some vacation, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, we pray that, as the Apostle Paul said, that you would do it as unto the Lord. And so I think what that really means is... Um, Give him your moments and enjoy them knowing that you are a son or a daughter. You're part of the family of God. And no matter what you're going through then, you can hold on to that wisdom. Take that with you as you start this week. You can also take a few verses with you. We're going to jump back into Luke chapter 9 today. In this passage of taking up the cross and following him, I know that we can use this, certainly can use this as an allegory for taking up the heavy load, taking up that which is hard to bear, that this helps us to understand that sometimes in life we go uphill, not downhill, that sometimes we carry an unfair load compared to our neighbor, that some people carry things that seem impossible, physical ailments, maladies, mental things, anxieties, stuff put upon them by the world or the conditions around them, and maybe it's choices we made and maybe it's not. So it works for that, but I want to be sure that you understand that when Jesus said to his disciples that if anyone would come after him, deny himself and take up the cross, no one took it as an allegory for this is going to be tough because the cross didn't mean things were going to be tough. The cross was a mode of execution. If you took up a cross, you died. Uh, You didn't take up a cross, carry it for a while and go, boy, that's tough. I'll do it again tomorrow. It was, it was Jesus' way of saying that you're stepping into the way of death. Now, it still applies to us in that way, in that when we follow Christ, we die to what we were. We die to the old man. We die to the path we would have taken without him. And I realize that that's a truism for any decision we make. Whatever decision you make, you die to the one you didn't make. But in the case of Christ, the difference is that Jesus leads into this story by telling his disciples that he was going to suffer many things, he was going to die, and he on the third day he was going to rise again, which is, if you take that context, then when Jesus invites them to take up their cross or you to take up yours, he is not merely talking about death. He's talking about the kind of death that leads to a resurrection. He's talking about the hope of transformation. The hope of transfiguration, which is why the story of transfiguration is next, chronologically. It's why we go straight out of, take up your cross and follow me because you'll rise. And then he goes and talks about his own decease with Moses and Elijah on the top of the mountain and and transfigures in front of them. It's the hope that we will transfigure. Now, I'm ahead of myself because we're not at that yet today. We have a couple more verses but I, I wanted to give that as a bridge into where we're going at the, with the story of transfiguration, a way of getting us there contextually. These are the final two verses of the previous section. We're in verses 26 and 27, and they do belong together. And I'll tell you why in a moment. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. In the other Gospels, when Jesus tells this, 
The other gospel writer throws in, if any is ashamed of me and my words in this generation, I'll be ashamed of him. Uh, The Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory. This generation is an important part of understanding the glory, or, or I'm sorry, of understanding the appearance that Jesus is talking about. Because, and the reason I say 26 and 27 go together is because Jesus tells the disciples that some of them won't taste death till they see the kingdom of God. So Jesus is connecting two events. The, the timing of which is not important yet. It is in, in just a second. But when it comes out of his mouth, it's look, look, if you're ashamed of me and contrast that with carrying the cross, Okay, so you can carry the cross and follow me, or you can be ashamed of what I'm about to do, which is die as a criminal. And if you're ashamed of me dying as a criminal, when I show up in the glory of my Father with the holy angels, well, then I'll be equally ashamed of those who wouldn't follow me. Remember, another passage says, in this generation. So the people who should have accepted him and don't, won't pick up their cross and follow him. And that generation is going to be visited. We know timing now matters because in verse 27, some of you will not taste death till you see it. This is Jesus' way of saying, some of you are going to live and see in its fullness the arrival of the kingdom in contrast to the kingdom you know. Jesus is constantly in bringing the kingdom mode. He announces that it's there he preaches it. He announces it's in their midst. But yet, he says, you're going to see it coming in its glory. And that happens. In, in AD 70, the temple comes down. Jesus prophesied that in their generation, the Son of Man would ride the clouds. That's, an, that's a statement meaning that judgment would be visited upon those who had shed the blood of the prophets. And he does that, and some of these standing there live through that. We know for a fact that the Apostle John lives past the fall of the temple. He lives through AD 70. He sees that event transpire. And so when Jesus talks about being ashamed of him, that's not a verse you take out of context and go, well, if you were ever embarrassed to witness, well, he's going to be embarrassed of you. Because I remember that verse being used to make you feel bad in youth group if you weren't telling all your friends about Jesus. And that verse would then be said, well, if you're ashamed of him, he's going to be ashamed of you. You're embarrassed of him, he's embarrassed of you. And then you just walked around condemnation all the time because you were just, you didn't know what to say to people, but you wanted them to, to know the Jesus that you knew. Be released from that idea and realize that Jesus is speaking into the generation of that day. And know that if you're a follower of Jesus, I don't, I think the very fact that you've been baptized into Christ is evidence that you're not ashamed of who he is. We move on to the transfiguration because that's what this is leading to. We do that beginning tomorrow. See you then. God bless.